I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Guys, I'm here with the Hollywood Life podcast. And I'm joined by my co-anchor, Ali Stagnita. Hi, Ali. Hello. Hi, guys. So excited for our guest today. We have a really fun returning guest who we absolutely love here at Hollywood Life. Uh, and I will let Bonnie introduce her. Yes, you are a returning guest. And I think uh, a couple times returning. So everybody welcome Alicia Reiner. Hello. Hi. I feel so lucky to be invited back. It's like when you go to a dinner party and you're like, oh, I hope they invite me back to their house again. So yes, I'm happy to be a returning guest. Well, listen, you've got a lot going on. It, it, um, I mean, you have been very, very busy and you've got a brand new, um, it's a special series, a uh, web series, season two of Dinette coming up. It's going to be, um, I guess the first premiere episode of the season will be September 24th on Brick. that's B-R-I-C TV online. And so we have got to hear all about it. I am so excited that it's premiering its second season. I loved the first season. I'm not in the first season. I just was a fan of the first season. Yeah. I'm a ginormous fan of Shayna who created the whole series. And I, I'm such a fan that I we're actually working on a animated project together. Like that's how genius I think she is. And I love this space and this show. I met her at a party. She asked me to do this and I was like, sure, after watching season one, um, because it really is, she talks about voice, she represents voices that are unrepresented right now. That's really the bottom line. It's about a diner in Brooklyn that um, is a home and a safe space to both like to the whole LGBTQ community. And in season two, we really talk about um, everything from queer spaces to immigration. It features mm -hmm. women, gender non-conforming people. One of my favorite, she sent me like a little fact sheet and I did not know this until she sent it to me and I love it, but there are only four men in the series and only one gets to talk. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I saw some of the episodes in the first series and yeah. you've got the chef um, in the back yeah. and he's always ding, ding, dinging to try and get <laughs> the attention of the waitresses, but he yeah. doesn't really say much. <laughs> no, which is what we love. You know, that's one of the things we love about this series. But as a character, I loved getting to explore 
what it what it meant to well i don't want to see i can't tell you what the character is exploring because it's really a big plot point so i will say you have to watch it all um and it's a beautiful exploration of people going through i guess no i don't even want to say that because <laughs> there, I, like everything that i was gonna say would be a spoiler alert and i just want people to take it fresh so just tune in <laughs> Now, didn't Shana, isn't the, wasn't she inspired by the kind of the, the iconic movie Diner, um, which is about a group yeah. of guy friends getting together in a particular diner? A Baltimore diner. That? It was actually based after my grandfather and his group of friends in Baltimore. Oh, no way! Ellie! Levinson. That's so cool. How, how did, was it, it's Barry Levinson. Barry Levinson. How did he know them? Um, Baltimore, the, the, honestly, the Jewish, you know, Pikesville is a very small community. And my grandfather had a group of, of guy friends and they would always go, you know, to this diner and, and it was a, um, just like meeting place for these, these guys to kind of hang and get away from like their crazy wives. Um, and, and as, as, you know, and, but growing up, even though in Baltimore as well. And so it was just this group of, of boys that were friends from forever. And um, yeah. Oh, and so Barry and Barry, Levinson, one of them, Barry Levinson was younger than them. Um, but would it was, he got inspired by like seeing them. I think that that's what happened. And, and oh, then yes. ended up becoming their friend, of course. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was at a, he was honored uh, a few years ago for his work uh, by the Associated of Baltimore. And we were all there to present him with his award. It was really awesome. That's oh, hilarious. Cool. Yeah. Look at, look at the connection now. Yeah, I know. And I know. So Dinette is this group of women, as you say, non-conforming, LGBTQ. And um, what is your character? Can you tell us who your character is? My character comes, I'm trying to do that. I haven't thought about how to do this without a spoiler, but <laughs> in, the, in the first episode, someone, well, just say someone dies suddenly and I come in and it turns out that I may, because of the death, uh, own the diner. And oh. that's a big surprise to everybody. So there's a lot of uh, drama about what will happen if I, this real outsider, comes in and wants to take over and what's going to happen. Right. And what wants to change it? Well, you have a lot of these roles where you really play women in charge. Yes. Like, I, it's, it's, it's rare. It's, I tease all the time. Like I cannot wait to play the vulnerable week one. Like, <laughs> if anybody listening wants to offer me a role of like a super vulnerable, a ditzy person, a yoga teacher, a spiritual person, which are all these sides <laughs> to my actual human character being, right. I would be so in. Cause you know, I think being five, 10 and a half, I, I come with a, a specific set of characteristics that make me play in charge really well. 
Yeah. I was going to ask that, like, why do you think that, because you are this like very like Zen, nice as pie Thank person. You, like you're like the <laughs> nicest person, honestly. And so I'm just, it is true though. Like you must just, you're an incredible actress. I think that that's probably what the Thank answer is. I, I mean, I, it's my hope, it's my fantasy that <laughs> people choose me to play these roles because I'm actually delightful to have on set. And like, <laughs> I am a nice person. So you don't want the actual B-I-T-C-H yeah. on set, you know? Um, Even you though you play, you certainly played one and yeah, orange is yeah, really black. Yeah. <laughs> Um, cause they're just not fun to play with. So I try, I, I like to think that maybe I'm really fun to play with and I pull off the, uh, <clears throat> strong, strong, strong lady, strong lady. Well, I, I bet that being the owner of this dinette mm -hmm. is really, um, it must be a very pivotal role there since this is the central place where all of the action takes place. Yes. And I perhaps had a relationship with someone else there in the past. And so there's a lot of, you know, a lot of um, looking at old, old memories and old experiences in the best way. It's funny. I'm reading Sally Rooney's uh, Normal People right now, which oh, I'm yes. really loving. I don't know. And it's, I know I'm late to the party, but it was my, it's been my beach read these past two weekends. And it's there's there's a specific beauty to um when you've known someone so long and the and the misinterpretations of uh both action and word and i think there's there's definitely some of that in this story um and I think one of the things that I love about Shana is she talks about these universe. There are these universal themes like misinterpretation of of word and deed um, that is so beyond gender, right? And that's what I love about what she's trying to do is we all live the same truth, no matter how we um, represent or how we um, who we choose to sleep with and who how we choose to present in reference to gender mm -hmm. absolutely and had she had Shana actually um does she have a group of friends like this that had a central meeting place was that I don't know that's such a good question um I don't know if it's like based on truth I do know that similar to the lesbian bar project which my friend Erica Rose uh, directed and obviously my the delightful Leah Delary um, is I think exec producer of you know the amount of lesbian bars and LGBTQ community spaces in restaurants and bars and aspects like that just keep on going down and down and down there really are so few of them which is crazy considering mm -hmm how we're in a world where there's hopefully so much more acceptance and awareness and you know that gay marriage is legal thank god um right so the fact that there aren't these space more of these spaces is kind of heartbreaking and i think that's something that sheena 
and the Lesbian Bar Project are really interested in exploring and trying to change. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't know if it's coincidental or it's the projects that you, you know, are choosing and want to align yourself in, but Orange is the New Black, obviously, was really, I feel like, one of the first major representation of the LGBTQ plus community yeah. on television, on a mainstream streaming service. Um, are Is it, you know, are you seeking these projects because of the representation that they um have or do you just end up you know in these incredibly um you know progressive uh stories um that's such a good question i would say that like there's yes and is the is uh-huh. like i think i got outrageously lucky mm-hmm. to be part of orange um having said that my first movie that i ever did at like 26 was something that I very much chose to do. I met the writers and I helped, um, I ended up becoming an exec producer on it to like help fundraise for it. And in it, it was about a lesbian couple and one of their daughters was sexually assaulted. And um, so my first role ever, actually my first lead in a movie was playing, a lesbian woman who married to another woman um and that's that was very much a choice um and i i think when i think about the stories i'm interested in telling um it's those that help the evolution of our consciousness and help us understand worlds we may not understand without the the benefit of art i think art has that magical magical benefit of helping us see and feel not just see but like really feel into other people's lives that we may not be um see in our everyday life um i agree i think that pop culture has done so much to Mm. open the eyes to people who don't see other people like who who don't meet people who are different than them and I think that it has helped to create acceptance of course we've also seen a lot of backlash to that but overall we've really progressed and um just speaking of orange is the new black um Uzo Aduba got married I think, last weekend. It's, you know, it's, it's been funny, like both. Well, Uzo it, from her post, it's like got married a year ago and right. kept it a secret, right? Just announced and it. then Danny just got <laughs> married. So everybody, it, it's funny. Cause I was sharing with someone recently, like I love all. Oh yeah. One year anniversary. That's wait a second. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I love all these women so much. And, you know, I actually posted recently um, a picture of all of us from like right after I think first season wrapped and they all came out to fire Island. And yes, saw um, that. I saw that on I your Instagram. love these, like I, it's so beautiful watching all of these events for everybody. And when we worked together, like at the time we were in incredibly different times of life because I was 
pretty much the only married one of anybody when we first started. And I was the only mom, you know, and now almost a decade later, people are starting to get married and have kids because a lot of people had just gotten out of school or this was their first big thing. And um, I had been in, I'd been in, in the business a little bit longer. I wasn't 22 or 23 when we all started. Um, so it's been so delightful watching everybody's, um, both their career growth, which is so deeply deserved and amazing, but also their like personal growth and development. You know, um, Samira just became a mom too, like Samira and Lauren. It's right. Like, I, I heard, I saw amazing. that. Yes. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah, it's great that you guys bonded so much and that you've kept in touch. Yeah, and I'm not sure. I don't, but you know, Ali and I actually have seen that with other cast members. Yeah, oh, yeah. like from a TV cast where they work together mm -hmm. for years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, I definitely while we have you here, Bonnie and I have talked about it with a few of our guests. Um, the abortion law, the Texas abortion mm -hmm. law. Um, you were incredibly outspoken about it. Um, and thank you for that. Um, what are just your thoughts? I know that, um, you know, the Supreme Court, I, they're about to argue against Mississippi doing the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what just, you know, take it away. You know, uh, since I was a very young person, you know, uh, I, my mom actually took me to my first protest when I was about eight and we went up to, um, is it Buffalo where like, I guess the state house is. Yeah. So, and we went into all of our representatives offices. And um, so abortion rights was something that my, my mother felt very strongly about. She had had an abortion in tech, excuse me. <laughs> That's an interesting step in Mexico when she was in college and it was very dangerous. And she, is that because she had to go there because it was it illegal was, in the States? Correct. Yep. It was illegal and it was, um, and it was very dangerous and she almost died. And so she felt very strongly about the importance once Roe v. Wade happened of keeping that legal. And so from the time I was very young, I was like part of making sure it stayed legal and supporting that right for women. And I so I grew up indoctrinated into that belief. Having said that, like what I learned from day one is it's a woman's right to choose and it's not it's really about choice and I I just believe every woman deserves ownership over her own body and it's not to me even about pro-abortion or anti-abortion it's pro it's really pro-choice that you get to choose what 
you do with your own body. Like that's the bottom line for me. And it's scary to me when someone says, no, women aren't allowed to make choices about their own body. That's really, really, really scary to me. And what that, what the future ramifications um, could mean to, to that choice. Um, so it's something I will fight <laughs> and I will fight for a woman's right to choose. And, um, you know, my daughter is now 12 and we've had conversations about, would we be willing to be a safe home for someone who from Texas, who wants to come to New York and have an abortion here, you know, like at 12, now my daughter knows what an abortion is. Um, and we talk through it and it's, I will do whatever I can to help both that pass in the legislature and additionally on a personal level to make sure that women have as much choice as possible, including, you know, one of the things that I'm trying to focus on because I am a consummate Pollyanna is plan C and the, you know, it's, I hope the silver lining of this moment is that women become more aware of plan B and plan C and the ability to privately without any help from anybody get the, you know, the morning after the sort of plan C drug that helps you take care of it in total privacy, you know? Um, and it's well, let's hope they don't find some way to get yeah. in the way of that. Exactly. Yeah. Um, well, th I thank you so much for that. And I guess also while we have this platform here, um, we're going to include a link to how everybody listening can help, um, fight against Yay. Yay. Yes, please. Um, the ongoing Mississippi one. Also, if anybody knows any athletes that would like to sign an amicus brief for the CEO of uh, the reproductive rights organization who's going to be arguing against the Mississippi law, that link will also be provided in our podcast. Why, why athletes in particular? Um, because that is their um, focus for the friends of the court. You always need a friends of the court to a, a grouping of some sort. And so- mm -hmm this, uh, the law firm has chosen former female athletes or NCAA athletes or professional athletes, um, any high school varsity athlete, club athlete, or men who coach female athletes. Um, so if you know of any, I will send it to you. Um, and yeah. Well, I think that that's, you know, uh, Alicia, you've been so outspoken on women's rights and also, I mean, I think you've been outspoken on voting rights I've seen on your yep. social media, like you've just yep. been a champion um, for you know, people's rights. And you know, I'm, I just don't think we, this is such an unprecedented time for most people in our generation, like your mother experienced living yep. when abortion was illegal, but you know, since, um, you know, I was born, Ali was born, like we have grown up and I guess yourself, like we've all grown up with certain rights, including reproductive rights and voting rights. And now they're being like taken away. Um, 
And, you know, again, like, because I am who I am, I think we have to own that, like, this is a dangerous time. And it's, it's a time where we are waking up to our power as women and to the power of the collective. And I, I actually performed on um, Friday night at Lincoln Center. Uh, there was a spectacular evening curated by the poet in residence there, Mahogany K. Brown. And she had all of these incredible poets uh, share their poetry. And then she should, and I sang as part of my chorus, which is the resistance revival chorus. We sing because joy is an act of resistance. Um, and uh, and you can get our album yeah, on, <laughs> at resistancerivalchorus.com. Um, and it's super cool because you can get it on Spotify, like on, uh, you know, like, I guess the iTunes version, but you can also get an actual album and the actual album is red vinyl and it is so sick. Cool. Um, That's very cool. So I bring her up because they showed a film called uh, Dispatches from Cleveland and it's a beautiful and magical documentary and it it's, talks about Tamir Rice and um, mm. really the, the killing of so many black people and, ha and including black trans people and how we ignore these things. And it also talks about voting rights and long, long, long story short, the story of this film is how in Cleveland, this community came together to get the legislator out, to get the attorney general out who would not, um, uh, like would not, excuse me, uh, I'm trying to like put this all into the, the language I hadn't planned to talk about it, um, who would not, I guess, arrest the officers who killed Tamir Rice mm -hmm. and they got enough people to vote to get that attorney general out. And it, it's such a hopeful story of we as Americans have these rights like we and we have to use those rights. And when we talk about um, voting rights, when we talk about abortion law, it's really important that we also own our own power because it, I think the whole goal is to make us feel powerless, right? Exactly. When we talk about any of this, it's so important to me that we talk about the power we do have in equal measure to the how, how powerless we feel, if not more, because when we feel powerless, then we're less likely to do things, right? Mm -hmm. When we feel powerful, we wanna take that next action. We wanna go help other people. We wanna organize, really. That's, and that is one of our most powerful acts is the act of organization, which we as citizens of this country can do. We can organize and we can help and we can, and it takes time. Like, that's the thing you have to go. Yes, I am willing to put my time in or yes, I'm willing to put my money in so that other people can, will take that time. Um, I think it's really important that we take that time and that we 
it, it's a boots on the ground kind of thing. And that we talk about how we empower one another as organizers to take action, to make change, that it isn't that we are powerless, like that we do have that power. I think you're absolutely right. And your advice to all of our listeners is excellent advice that we can't let the people who are trying to take away our rights um, make, we cannot allow them to make us feel powerless, that we have to act, that we have to organize. And that's their, their dream, their goal is that we feel powerless and we feel angry and we sit around complaining about it instead of taking action about it. Yes. Well, just in that, another side for, I don't know if you'll be able to, to do it because I know how your work schedule, Alicia, but October yeah. 2nd is going to be the Women's yeah. March across the country. And yeah. I think that is a really powerful way to send a message to totally. states and to Washington yeah. Yeah. that we demand. Yes. Please let me know what rights. you're doing. I'm happy to like shout it out to the rooftops and I'm I haven't I I know that our course is probably doing something but I'm not we haven't fully committed to to which action because there are so many actions so we'll say amazing well they can follow you on social media correct to find out please follow me yeah Amazing. Amazing. Alicia, thank you so much for talking with us today. It's always a pleasure. Um, We cannot wait for Dinette, the new season out September 21st, correct? 24th. 24th. On Brick TV online, which means that everybody can watch it easily. Talk about easy access. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Amazing. Thank you so, so much. We hope to have you back soon. Yay. And good luck with all your fabulous projects. Thank you. Yeah. Everything else I'm shooting right now, hopefully we'll like, we'll on our next next one. Talk to us about all of them when they're ready. Exactly. All right. right. Bye Bye guys.